As quickly as you can. Snatch the pebble from my hand. When you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Now stand to greet your sensei, Sweet Tooth Joe. Right on. Uh, I mean, me and him have a personal relationship. Uh, I mean, it was the first time I'd ever met him. He went to Lincoln. I didn't even know that. Wow. So uh, he was getting ready to fight Hoist Gracie. Okay. It was a big UFC fight. I didn't know what I didn't know what MMA was. It's funny, man. Dude, I, I remember I was in the dining hall uh, in between classes, and some basketball players came in the dining hall. I was like, yo, bro, Matt Hughes in y'all wrestling room. And I'm like, who? <laughs> so? He's like, dude, we, we just saw his Hummer had UFC on the back. I'm, I'm like, bro, I'm trying to eat my fruity pebbles. Like, Get up on my face. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't right? care. Golly. So sure enough, uh, I come in the room, and this is my sophomore year. Yeah. I, I was red shirting, so I had won a championship my freshman year. So my Medical red shirt, year, second so, year. So I'm just red shirting so I could have three years of D1. Cause yeah. I was a top recruit coming out of junior college. So I walk in, and my coach is smiling. And I see this jacked out. Swole. Swole. Country looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he got his crew in there, his fight coaches in there. And uh, my coach is like, yeah, Matt's got a big fight coming up. And he wanted to get some work in with you because you're the champ. And I was like, okay. (laughs) All right. So we went in there and uh, got to wrestling or whatever. And I, and I, I was getting the better of him. You know, just that's right crazy. And he, yeah, he was a D one All American. Like, but I was really good back then. You know, like. this week's episode is brought to you by St. Charles MMA. You can visit stcharlesmma.com and mention Roy Rob and enter the Last Dragon when you sign up and get a free month of training. Now let's get into some martial arts. All right, welcome back. Welcome back with your boy, Roy Rob. We are on another great episode, and I got a special one coming for you, for you today for my podcast, Enter the Last Dragon. This one is going to be uh, straight focus on the mixed martial arts side, and I have someone who is uh, definitely doing his thing on a major level. He has put in a lot of work. He's put in a lot of hours. I know some people understand that when I say training, means so much he has taken it to that upper level y'all know how i feel about bruce leroy so check my boy out as he introduces himself he's gonna tell you a little bit of his story he's gonna tell you his why and why he's so passionate about what he does welcome to enter the last dragon my brother ej what's up brother what's up man how you doing, man? I'm How you good. doing? I'm good. I'm good, man. All right. All right. So so tell my people, who are you? Who is EJ? So uh, everyone who fights and has ever been a professional fighter on the mixed martial arts side has a name. Give me the stage name. Give me your full name. Whatever you want the people to know, my fans to know. Give it to us all. I'm, I'm pretty boy EJ Brooks. There you uh, go. <laughs> I knew it. I there you go. There you go. Disclaimer, I was, I was not... 
I did not come up with that name. It was given to me as a joke, and I just ran with it. There it is. All right, pretty boy EJ. So EJ, man, where you from? Where you shouting out? Uh, t- t- where, what's, let us know. What's up? Where you from? I'm from Cahokia, Illinois. I was born in East St. Louis, Illinois, so... I kind of shout out to both. Shout out to the boogie. Everybody six one, knows. Six one eight, you know. Shout out to the boogie. St. Louis Midwest people understand about East St. Louis. We definitely know and re- love to represent that other side of the water. But we're uh, talking Cahokia. <laughs> that's, that's, that's where I say I'm from. And they, the monster athletes come out of Cahokia. So tell us uh, a little bit about a little bit about that. You, what did you do uh, in high school? What, what's up with that? In high school, I was an All-State, All-American wrestler. Uh, I did other sports as well, but... That was my standout sport. That was the one that took me to college. Uh, you know, put on for my city. Like you said, Koki got a lot of stud athletes, man. Studs, we man. Winning track. Uh, football. Every year, football is really good. Yeah. Basketball, we do pretty well. You know, wrestling, we just won a few championships. I had an undefeated state champ last year. So you coaching now? I'm the head coach at Koki High School, yeah. Get out of here. I didn't know so, that. That's yeah. just, see, I learned something today, too. Yeah. So hold on, man. How long you been doing that? This is my second year as the head coach. That's last amazing. Year my first year coming back home. My lifelong dream. Dude, isn't that isn't that insane, man, where you get to say I was that dude on the mat listening to somebody else? Yes, yes. And you can you could take someone else and help them evolve, take them through those times where they're gonna be able to be what I would call a challenge in life. Yes. And then make them break through those challenges, man. That's amazing. It is. I mean, it's it's so rewarding, man. I um out of all the athletic accomplishments I've had, coming back and being the head coach of my hometown program, like I said I would, it's big. Wow, man. You know, like I, just, I don't know how to put it into words for real. Wow, man. Second year. So um, how many – let's do a little quick breakdown on the wrestling side. Um, how many athletes do you have now? Uh, I probably got a – a little over 30 kids on my roster. And so, uh, listeners, so that you understand the way wrestling goes, is one of those sports where it's kind of like it's an individual sport, even though it's a team. But you you are yourself out on that mat. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's give, give us how, how it works. Or so it's weight classes, yeah, it's, different uh, weight classes. 14 and, weight classes. Um, every kid has to wrestle off for a spot. So, basically, it's not about – who I think is the best guy. Right. Two guys wrestle, and whoever wins, you the man. That's that's crazy. Yeah, that's what I love. That's what drew me into the sport. King of the hill, right? Basically. <laughs> you know. That's crazy. All right, so you did that in high school, and then where did you trans- transition next? What was next? I went to Lincoln College in Lincoln, Illinois. It was a two-year school, junior college. I won a national championship there. Uh, red shirt in my sophomore year, and then I uh, got a full ride to Mizzou. Amazing, man. You know, I uh, shout out to my frat brother, Greg. He told me about a little bit of that. He told me. <laughs> Greg Howe. just uh, my man. That's your man? Yeah. yeah, man. That's my boy, man. Good dude. So, yeah, we uh, we had a little conversations about those Lincoln times, and uh, that was good to hear how you guys were up there together doing your things, the competition. I actually kind of want to dive into that right now. So right. let's let's talk about that before we go to the Mizzou accolades. What happened at Lincoln? Like, what were what were some of the memories you had that you were fond of? Wrestling and not wrestling. I like to keep a little both in there. Sprinkle a little. Pepper my, my listeners with a little something. Uh, man, Lincoln, I, I tell people, you know, out of everything I done done, you know, high school, college, post-college, Lincoln College was the best two years of my life. Wow. The That's a big statement, two, man. Best two years of my life, man. Uh, 
one of my best men. I had three best men at my wedding. Congratulations. I saw that. Congratulations. That's major. A young man being married, professional, uh, head coach at a, at a high school giving back. You can't get no better than that. Keep going. Keep going. So uh, met one of the best friends of my life, uh, like a brother to me. Met him. He ended up being my roommate. He's one of my teammates named Tony Drew. Wow. Uh, just that relationship alone was big, building that that foundation with that friendship there. Um, meeting Greg. Yeah. You know, people don't know that Greg didn't wrestle in high school. He played football, and he he, he was a purple belt in jiu-jitsu. And he came to high school, and he just came out for wrestling because he wanted to get better at his jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And I remember meeting Greg and me and him, like, you know, latching on because he was always asking me questions because, you know, he was kicking it with the brothers on the team. Right, you know, right, a lot of right. dudes that wrestle. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm talking with him, and he's, you know, sucking up knowledge from me, and he's telling me about this jujitsu stuff. And I'm like, man, because this, this is like 0405. And that's crazy. That's a long time ago. That's a long time like, ago, right? About? I, my jujitsu career hadn't even started yet. Yeah, I didn't start to 07. So that's a while ago. He talking about a karate uh, outfit, and I, I didn't even know it was called a gi. <laughs> right, right, right. He was like, yeah, man, I be choking people out and breaking arms. That's great. <laughs> I was like, all right, man, I be dropping people on their head. He like, yeah, I want you to show me how to do that, man. Right, like, right, right. Show me how to throw somebody. I show you how to choke somebody. <laughs> That's great. Hey, great, man. I know you're going to be listening to this, man. We had to get you. <laughs> All right. So, th- so then you, 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 he told me also that was some good competition in Lincoln. Man, that, t- that was the coach told me that year that was the best team he ever had. We ended up taking third in the nation, and that was an upset. We were supposed to win it. Like, wow. Walking away. We had in college, there's 10 weight classes. We qualified all 10 guys, which is not easy. Yeah. You know, most teams, if you get five guys to qualify for the national tournament, that's, that's pretty good. That's amazing. We had all ten dudes go. And uh, on top of that, eight of the ten were ranked in the top eight, which meant we were supposed to place. Wow. Two guys ranked number one. I ended up being a national champion, and I was even ranked number seven in my weight class. What weight What weight were you wrestling I was, at? I was at 149. That's insane, man. Yeah. Hey, do, do it, is it like – do it feel like yesterday? It do feel like yesterday. Honestly – it felt like I was still in high school just yesterday. It's, just, it's insane, man. Let's yeah. just keep that energy, man. Yeah. Hey, the longer you can stay Peter Pan, <laughs> hey, don't grow up, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I want to try to stay as young as I can as possible. Man. That's it, man. So then, okay, so you 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 love in Lincoln. Uh, what attracted you? And Greg also mentioned, too, that y'all had some major people that y'all would compete against up there. He told me even on the mats at Lincoln um, – like you would see like wrestlers like Matt Hughes, you yep. would see like different like competition that was really like doing his thing. And Illinois is known for wrestling, yeah. right? Yeah, Matt Hughes. Uh, I mean, me and him have a personal relationship. Uh, I mean, it was the first time I'd ever met him. He went to Lincoln. I didn't even know that. Wow. So uh, he was getting ready to fight Hoist Gracie. Okay. Which was a big UFC fight. I didn't know what I didn't know what MMA was. It's funny, man. Dude, I, I remember I was in the dining hall. Uh, in between classes, and some basketball players came in the dining hall. I was like, yo, bro, Matt Hughes in y'all wrestling room. And I'm like, who? <laughs> so? He's like, dude, we, we just saw his Hummer. had UFC on the back. I'm, I'm like, bro, I'm trying to eat my Fruity Pebbles before I get <laughs> like, Get up on my face. Like, what are you talking about, like, I don't right? care. Golly. So, sure enough, uh, I come in the room, and this is my sophomore year. Yeah. I, already, 
I was red shirting, so I had won a championship my freshman year. So my medical red shirt yeah, second so, year. So I'm just red shirting so I could have three years of D one because yeah. I was a top recruit coming out of junior college. So I walk in, and my coach is smiling, and I see this jacked out, swole, swole country looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he got his crew in there, his fight coaches in there, and uh, my coach is like, "Yeah, Matt's got a big fight coming up, and he wanted to get some work in with you because you're the champ." And I was like, okay. (laughs) All right. So we went in there and uh, got to wrestling or whatever. And I I was getting the better of him. You know, just. That's crazy. Yeah, he was a D1 All-American. Like, but I was really good back then. You know, like. You still good good now. I mean, don't, don't, let's not get it twisted. (laughs) I just don't want to downplay my wrestling. Like, I was really good at that time, you know, so Yeah. You lived you lived yeah. it, right? You just yeah. doing it all, it all day. Yeah. All day. So yeah. it's just, it's yeah. that is that by itself is a nugget. Yeah. Listeners, if you are out there, if you if you're applying your your passion day to day all the time, really on it, what you love, you're going to see those results. You're going against one of the top in the nation, a professional UFC fighter who you had no clue who he was, no, no, yeah. not knowing that he also was a Division One wrestler that you just heard about. Now, keep going. Tell that story, man. So, so you're on the mat with him. So, 10 minutes, you know, I say in 10 minutes, we probably didn't have six takedowns. I didn't got four. He got two. Wow. Okay? Yeah. So, I'm not going to say, like, he wasn't scoring on me or whatever, but I was, I was winning. Yeah. We get to about 15 minutes. And it's about even, but I think I'm still kind of winning, but I'm done. I'm like, all right, man. Gas, you gas. We didn't win 15 minutes hard. Yeah. I'm not out of shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he not breathing hard. And I'm like, all right, man, I'm done. (laughs) So I remember I was sitting on a knee. He walked up, put his hand on my face, palm my face, and smutted me. What? That's what I said. So I was like, all right, let's go. So we went like another 10 minutes. Went another 10 minutes, and he got the better of me. All he, right. didn't, he didn't want me, yeah. but he got the better of I me. I feel you. I feel you. So then I was like, all right, I'm done. Like, I really, I was like, man, I was tired. Right. And I'm still looking at it. He's standing up like, he could keep going. Wow, like, man. Like, man. Like, who, I'm, in, who, I'm in wrestling shape, dude. Like, I know, like, this dude ain't in better shape than me like this. Like, right. Like, he got to be as tired as I am. Yeah. So sure enough, he come over, do the same thing, smut me again. Are you kidding me, yeah, man? Man. So I get back up. This is like ready to fight now. Yeah. yeah. So then, well, I wasn't ready to fight. I can show you that. Right? I know. <laughs> yeah. But I want no punk, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, so right, right. So then we went like another 10 minutes. What, is, what is everybody else doing? Is everybody just watching? Yeah. They supposed to be practicing, but they watch. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah. We, everybody else supposed to be over there drilling. Everybody's sitting there watching. Watching. Which is why I'm like, I can't just let this dude. I'm the king of the room. All right, like, right, I can't right, let right. Dude come in here. I don't care who he is. Yeah. And just do me like this. Yeah. So we went another 10 minutes. And yeah, he he had his way with me then. He Golly, just man, dude, that by itself is a uh, is just amazing, man. Yeah. Like the experiences, and I and I've gone against some major people too. You know what I'm saying? Even anytime you get on a mat with someone who is doing it professionally, you start to just humble yourself to a certain degree because you think like, hey, but blah blah blah. But when that competition, when you, when you your competitive edge comes out, I don't care who it you is, don't care who he is, it, it don't like, matter. And I still didn't know who he was. Yeah, so. I get done, and you know, me and him had probably went about at least forty-five minutes hard, straight yeah. live. And uh, when we got done, he's like, "You pretty tough, you know. If you ever want to get into fighting, you let me know." And I was like, "All right." Wow. I, I respectively said, "All right," but 
when he was gone, like, man, I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> like, I thought he was crazy. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, you yeah. get an occasion, you fight people? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. nuts, <laughs> you know? And then I finally, you know, went home, went back to my dorm room, showered after practice, Googled him. I was like, oh, this who this dude? He do it. Damn, this what he do? Wow. Man, yeah, you know, it was, it was, I was surprised I didn't even know who he was. Yeah, man, like that, yeah. that time, that is just, that, it, that's an unrealistic time, man. That's when I feel like the sport still was like this unknown mystic uh i don't even know all the words like it, it's uh the unicorn it doesn't exist yeah and, and only the people that know know about it you know what i'm saying yeah. it wasn't known it really like that i mean it really didn't start to take off until the gsp era like when gsp got the belt from matt hughes yeah i feel like it's when the ufc started to really get some steam it got a lot of steam yeah. it was a whole lot so do you so even now um, let's continue with that story, man. Cause I'm, I, I can't, we haven't even got the, under the Duco. You, let's go to Mizzou. So you end up leaving there. How'd you get it? How'd you end up at Mizzou? Uh, uh, so basically I had a lot of big time schools trying to recruit me from junior college. Um, grades was good. I was, I mean, I had, I beat the, to win my national title, I beat the number one overall wrestler. <clears throat> so that that made me like the, the guy I beat like I was 19 in the finals the dude that I beat was from Poland and he was a three time national champion in his country he was 27 years old wow because what people don't understand overseas you got to go to the military before you can go to college wow so this dude spent like five or six years in the military yeah and then came over to the United States to go uh, to wrestle go to college and all that stuff yeah so like I said when I wrestled him in the finals he was a sophomore he was a grown man uh, everybody was recruiting him, and then I know where I came and beat this dude. So That's crazy. Everybody was looking at me like, "Who is this?" Yeah. So, <clears throat> long story short, with that one, my mama, who had me in middle school, didn't get to go away to college, but she was a big Mizzou fan. Yeah. So she was always like, "Man, if you go anywhere, I wish you could go there," because I always went to go there. All right, yeah. so that's some love. Then yeah. you got mom's aspirations getting yeah. her her dreams through you. Yeah, that's good. So then also, my high school head coach, who was like a father figure to me. He was a uh, All American at Mizzou for wrestling. Wow! So he was like, "Please go there." Yeah, yeah. And what was what was funny was the only competition they really had was Nebraska and Iowa. Uh huh. Now <clears throat> Nebraska was their rival, and my college coach literally told me, "If you go to Nebraska, I'm gonna disown you." Wow! He was dead serious. <laughs> I was like, "Bro, for real?" He's like, "You can't even go on your recruiting trip." I'm oh like, my Come god! On, bro. They gonna fly me out. You know, yeah. Be girls, alcohol. Like, <laughs> Party, I ain't even gonna sign nothing. Right, no. right, right, right. So <clears throat> um, it's funny about that because he ain't gonna like me telling the story. So <laughs> Tyron Woodley, I had known I've known Tyron since I was fifteen. Okay. He was he was T Wood, of, shout yeah, out to yeah, T Wood. Yeah, T Wood. He was a guy I looked up to, you know, and he knows this. I met him at a camp my freshman year. My coach put on a camp. He used to have the best camps in St. Louis. Yeah. So he brought Tyron and a bunch of other wrestlers in. McClure. Right? Yeah, McClure, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he brought Tyron in, and my coach was like, this is who you need to look up to. You know, because like yeah. I said, there's not a lot of African-American. Well, there is now, but back then. It wasn't that many, right? It wasn't a lot of black like wrestlers and successful. Right, right, so right. So now I see this black dude, cornrows. Like, I can tell he from the hood. Yeah. And he at Mizzou. Yeah. And he all-American. That's amazing. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, all right. So, boom, I'm, I'm at the camp, like, 
you know, getting on his nerves. You know, <laughs> won't leave him alone. Yeah. And then I'm following him on Fox Sports and keeping up with him throughout my high school, watching this dude trying to emulate him. Yeah. And he he was there. Yeah. Was like, okay, he a coach there? Like, I'm, you know. But anyway, uh, Tyron, I was getting ready to go on a recruiting trip to Nebraska. And like I said, my high school coach said, don't go. I honestly felt like I was still going to go to Mizzou. Right. This dude, Tyron, told me, you can't go on that trip to Nebraska. What? I was like, why not? He said, if you go on that trip, even though you feel you going to Mizzou, you going to go to Nebraska. And I was like, why? He said, because I went on my trip to Nebraska, and I was finna go to Nebraska. He oh, said, my God. He said, he said he had already made up his mind he was going to Mizzou. Yeah. But when he went on his trip to Nebraska, he said, forget that. I'm going here. <laughs> but his mama told him, you're a man of your word. Yes, that's real. And you said, you told the Mizzou coaches you were going with That's them no real, what, man. That's where you're going. Another nugget, man. Be a man of your word. Your yeah. word is what you got. All <laughs> when right. He told him, he was like, bro, I'm being real with you. You go out there. You going? <laughs> That's crazy. All right, so 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 T. Wood was there. Was uh, he was coaching to help with the team, or what was he, he doing? He was a coach. He was a grad assistant coach there. In my first year there. That's amazing, man. We were actually roommates that summer because I couldn't move into the dorms until um, school started, and I moved out there as soon as. I graduated from my junior college in May, so I was there for a few about four months with him. All right, so if you, uh, if, unless you've been under a rock, you pretty much should know who T Wood is, being in the martial arts, listening to a martial arts po- podcast. But uh, Tyron Woodley is an individual who is very uh, known when it comes to MMA, UFC, wrestling, all the above. Uh, Google them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look at all. Check out the movies. Check it all out. My man is doing his thing. All right. So now, EJ, you are you made that commitment. You went to Mizzou. Um, is is what did that feel like? It was just yesterday. Like what happened then? Like how did you how did you how did that transition from Lincoln on the man to now? It's like everybody is 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 big deal. How was that? Was it a humbling experience? What was that like? Well, I don't know if you know. You know, I didn't have a good experience there. Career it's all good, yeah. man. It's all good. So, Just tell your story. It's all good because um, it didn't make you. No, yeah, no, it didn't. Yeah. Um, man, transition in there kind of sucked in a lot of ways, just because the people were different, the team was different, and I'm gonna say this. I, I got to preface this right now. Mizzou wrestling now is not what it was when I was on the team. Okay. 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 And I'm gonna just say from a standpoint, it's more black friendly now than it was when I got there. That's a, that's that is a huge statement. And I can just, understand. That's that. just wrestling. Yeah. Not even gonna get into what was going on with the university. Yeah, the university. You can Google that too. Yeah. Has gone through a lot on yeah. that racial side. So yeah. you you basically had a lot of tension even at, as an athlete going to Mizzou, and that's easy. That's easier than being a student. Yeah. A black student at Mizzou. Yeah. So you had, even that was a lot by so, itself. Um, basically, I knew I was going to have a problem. This was literally my first, it was my first summer practice. Like uh-huh. I haven't been in a room like working out and stuff, like doing open stuff. But then we had our first official, like all the team got to be there in summer school. Right. And go to like, like mandatory practice over the summer. So, um. My girlfriend at the time was from my home area, and she she was a white girl. She was country white girl. Okay, right? yeah. She was uh, 
We had got back together over the summer. She transferred from SIUE to Mizzou. Okay. Because we, we wanted to give it another shot or whatever. I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. So uh, one day, she was like, hey, let's get lunch before you go to practice. I'm like, all right, cool. So she came, picked me up from the dorm. Uh, we went downtown, ate, and she was a sorority girl. Okay. So um, she didn't necessarily know how to get to the Hearn Center where we trained, so I was like, I'll drive. You know, just to get there quicker, so I ain't got to give you direction. Yeah. So I'm driving. We pull up. Now, this is summertime. So I told you she was a country girl. So she, I remember that day she had on some jean cut-off shorts. You know what I'm talking about? The jeans they. Yeah, the Daisy Dukes. Basically. Yeah, yeah, Basically. She had on some of those and a T-shirt. So when I pull up to the building, I see some of my teammates walking in. Uh They walking into the building. I pull up. I can see they look back at the car. I don't think nothing of it. I get out the car. She got to get out the car to walk around. To walk drive, around. To right, right, seat, right, right. Seat. You know, I give her a hug in front of the car. I don't even kiss. I give her a hug in front of the car. And then as I'm walking in, I see them. I see two of them, um, like, just walk in. But they got a weird look on their face. Okay. One dude wait for me at the door. And he goes... Hey, bro, is that your girlfriend? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, why? He's like, oh, nothing. And then he, he ran to the locker room, and he was giggling. What? And I'm thinking that's weird. I'm like, did, they, did somebody hit my girlfriend back in the day? Yeah, like what's happening, right? Like, what, what's going on? Yeah, like, yeah, how, yeah, yeah. How did they even know her? She yeah, didn't come yeah. up here? Yeah. Because, I mean, she was a good-looking girl. I didn't think she was bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, man, like, man, he got bad girl like you know i that that wasn't even on my mind right so i'm one of the last people in the locker room i get up and this is when i knew i was gonna have a problem and i don't care if you hear this because it ain't like we boys but ben Askren was the first person to say something to me i get up there and my whole team because at, at mizzou you got bleachers in the wrestling room mm-hmm. and you sit there and coach and talk to y'all before we start practice so everybody in the bleachers, I'm walking up. As soon as I walk in, Ben Askren turns, looks at me and goes, so I heard you got a white girlfriend and she's not fat. Whoa, man. He was dead serious. Wait a minute. Dead serious, bro. What was it? Wait a minute. Like, what year is this? Like, come on, man. This was this would have been 06. This would have been summer of 06. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this was in July of 06. So I'm just like, what? He was like, yeah, we, you know, we, we always thought black guys only got with fat white girls. Oh, my God. So, yeah, this is definitely starting off in a long way. I was like, that was my first, like, real team interaction with them. I was like, this going to be a problem up here. You know, That's crazy. Crazy. And, and you, yeah, like, I, I'm going to be honest, man. Like, you, you go through things through life and these challenges, they mold you to be better. Yeah. But who, that could that alone, you could have reacted a different way. I could have, and then I would have liked the bad guy. You would have looked like, like what the if bad I just guy. Went off on him, like what that, that's supposed to mean, or something like that. Exactly. I just laughed it off, like whatever, man, and it just sat down. Exactly. Yeah. You know what? He wanted probably wanted that reaction. Actually, he wanted, I don't think so. You know what? He. I just found out that he's got. Am I saying it right? Aspergers. I don't know what that like, is. It's like a things like form of autism or something okay. like that. Okay. Okay. Like where they don't really know. Or get the social, like, norms. Like, they'll say stuff and don't get that they shouldn't say that. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I got you. Like, I just found out. He's got some he some got complications. Like and, I, and it made a lot of sense because I would see him say things, not just to me, but to other people and be like. Bruh, you shouldn't have said that. You shouldn't that. have said that. Yeah, exactly. You know what think so whatever you want to think. Like I said, I'm not mad at him, but, but 
he voiced the sentiment of the team. That's crazy. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get and it. That's like why it, I was like, man. That, that's uncomfortable. So imagine yeah. what T Wood went through before you. But here's the thing. This is why it was a problem. Not to be putting his business. He didn't date white women like that. Not oh, I see what you're saying. He, he had a girlfriend. Yeah. His his baby mama was yep, yep. and she was black. Pinky, I know. They weren't yeah, yeah they weren't used to seeing Shout out to J Town. Yeah, That's why I know her. Guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. A black guy with a white girl. A white woman. That's and crazy. Especially man. an attractive one. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, we had three black guys on the team. Yeah, it was me, man. Amon Prater, uh, Raymond Jordan, and then Tyron was a coach. Was 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 uh and just not to really because I don't really want to go down this to just really beat a, a dead horse. because uh, it's in the past, it's over with. Yeah. Um, do you feel like that was just the energy that was being given from the top down coaches down or was that just one of those things where these individuals were from areas that just yeah, not know what you're saying now, yeah right? they just yeah. don't know how to interact with black people they don't understand how they it didn't works understand. they didn't know they i had didn't a, know better i had a similar experience like that when going to attend to my uh, small school not too far central methodist but it's something that it seems like it shouldn't even be thought of even happen but even the experiences you have of a college athlete they mold you into these these things because that's a memory you won't forget. No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's crazy. So then, okay, you did your wrestling thing at Mizzou. What was next, man? How did you how did you get into martial arts? Because right now you're a professional fighter. Yeah. Tell us, tell okay. us how did you get to so what where happened? You at? Uh, just so with wrestling, wrestling didn't go well. That year I got hurt. Okay. And then I was never the same wrestler after that. Okay. Wasn't the same wrestler. Kind of felt like. The coach wasn't favoring me anyway. I feel you. You know, I I tried not to say, oh, well, the coach screwed me up. I, I really tried not to say that. But it's one of those situations where, like like I told you, you know, what wrestling is, two guys wrestle for a spot. The guy who wins is the guy. Yeah, that well, makes I sense. I always won. Yeah. But at the end of the year, for, for whatever reason, I wasn't the guy. Even though I beat the guy that you put in there. That's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not even going to beat that. That horse, yeah, you know, right now, yeah. So uh, I'm done. I'm 23, and I'm around sitting on my couch playing video games. And I got a text from Tyron, and he's like, "Yo," because he had an apartment uh, up there still. He was living down here in St. Louis training, but he couldn't get out of his lease agreement at the place that he still had up here. So yeah, he had stuff up here still, and and his baby mama was still up here. Okay, so basically, when he came up here, he's still staying in that apartment, see his kid. I'm telling his dang old business. It's all good, man. It's all good. <laughs> so. Uh, Anyway, he he hit me up. He's like, hey, man, I'm moving some stuff down. Uh, you need to come back with me and train this weekend and trial MMA. And I was like, man, I ain't into that. He's like, dude, you 23. You know, your friend's getting drafted to the NBA, NFL this year. What you finna go do? Wow. And I was like, man, I'm finna go teach and coach wrestling. That, yeah. that was always my dream. Yeah. He's like, man, you 23 years old. Do you really just want to hang it up? You know, are you really satisfied with what you did with wrestling? It's like, I mean... He I, asked some tough questions. Man, he did, and it made me mad because, you know, through partying and alcohol, I, I kind of put that behind me. I <laughs> like, feel that. That's so some was, tough questions. I, I feel that. Because when my career was over, I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm thankful for what I did do in this career because a lot of people didn't do half of what I did in wrestling. Right. It is what it is. I had a good run. Yeah. You know, going transition to being a coach and, you know, leading kids to, you know, better pastors or whatever. Yeah. And then when he came with that, I was like, Man, I'm straight. This dude literally came to my house. After I said no, made me pack a bag 
and come home with him for the weekend. Are you kidding me? Not playing. Came home for the weekend, and my first workout was at this, like, hole-in-the-wall place that had a gym upstairs called Shady Jacks. Okay, it's downtown St. Louis. It's okay. like a biker bar. Okay. And I was, and I worked out with him. Did you name Leo? You know, you yeah, know? I know Leo. I remember Leo. Yeah. Yeah, that was at Gidry's. It was at, yeah, it was at Brian Gidry's. Yeah, that was so at Gidry's. So my first workout was with Brian Gidry, Tyron Woodley, and Leo. Wow, man. Yeah, Roland. You yeah, you, yeah, you know nothing. Know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm choking <laughs> <laughs> no nothing. And That's then the crazy. Next day, the next day, he sent me St. Charles and Mike House with the gym upstairs. Yeah, right, rolling in the, the basement. basement. Yeah, man. Man, That's it, hey, man. That, hey, that was it, man. That's my home, man. Yeah. That's where. Hey, that's off Randolph, Rudolph, Randolph, oh, whatever so the name good. of the street, whatever. This is St. Charles. Shout out to SCMMA. Yeah. All right, so you you're there, and T Wood is like, what you think, right? Yeah, I, I, I ain't gonna lie, I enjoyed it, man. I got beat up that day, the first. I went to, well, I got beat up by Gidry and Leo and Tyron. Then the next day, I went with, I think, Bobby Russell, Lance Benoist, Tyron. And uh, basically, man, I was like, I yeah. can do this. Yeah. You know, I was getting punched in the face. And I was like, this ain't so bad. It wasn't that bad, right? I, yeah, and I can hit them back. Yeah. You know, and I can take them down. Yeah. I'm like, all right. So then I just looked into it. I was like, you know what? I started applying to schools around here, and I found a job. I'm like, I had to move him back. Wow. I moved back and started training. That's crazy. So uh, your thanks goes to Tyron. Yeah. Tyron kicked you in the butt, huh? Like, yeah. dude, you finna do this. Yeah, he grabbed me by the collar. It was like, you doing this. It wasn't an option. Wow, man. That's intense. Yeah. So so um, now uh, you, you've definitely elevated. Uh, congratulations on a recent promotion. In yeah. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, Finally. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, new purple belt in the building. Congratulations, man. Yeah. Uh, so let my listeners know. Let's let's do a little quick breakdown on your professional career for MMA. And then we'll go into some MMA questions. Okay. Uh, tell me um, all the affiliate affiliations you fought on, cards, school, whatever you want to call it. But like the, the pro fights. Let's go with even amateur fights if you want to. Okay, amateur. Uh, most of my fights were with... Uh, the promoter was Jim Jenkins. I forgot the name of his, what his cars used to be. He only mad me, but it was Jim Jenkins. Uh, professionally, my first fight was with this organization in Atlanta called Sport Fight X. Okay. Then I fought on uh, back then it was called Fight Me. Mm-hmm. And I fought once on Jim Jenkins' uh, pro card. That was a big card uh, because on that card we had. I was the first pro fight, but and then it was Sal Woods who was a Strike Force veteran. Wow. And then Sam Poe, who ended up going to UFC. UFC, yeah. And then Barb Hancheck, who ended up going to the UFC. Wow, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and being an Invicta champ, you know, so that was. That was major. Yeah, that's yeah. major. I'm the lowest pro on that, on that card. That's crazy, that's man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then uh, soon after that, after my third fight, actually before my third fight, I got signed to Bellator. I had, I went five, no, four and one with them. Uh-huh. And then. Uh, How was that experience? Like your first experience in Bellator? It was good. The company really loved me at the beginning, and then did it feel weird? Like you, you like, dude, I'm making it. This is this is where the Tyron, you grabbed me. I did this. Now this is like, yeah, I hit was, this. Was, I hit this next to level. Be, to be honest, it was because Bellator is big. It is. It is big. It's. I mean, it's the second biggest organization. You know. Yeah. Uh, it was satisfying to prove haters wrong. Okay. Because when I got into MMA, I had. People saying, like, oh, you ain't going to make it. You ain't a tough guy. 
you can't fight. You just I'm like, well, I'm not a tough guy, but I beat tough guys up. That's, that's I've real. never been a dude to walk around like I was hard. Right, right. You know, like I mean, even in high school, it's. I mean, some of my best friends know it's a lot of thugs from high school who got whooped in the locker room and peed by me because they tried me. That, right, I feel. And you. I didn't say nothing just because one that wasn't who I was. Yeah. And two. I knew, okay, you embarrassed about this whooping. You probably going to come back with more people or something else exactly. to get your pride back. So if we can nip this in the bud here, yep. you know not to disrespect me again, we straight. Yeah, that's real. You know? So it was so Bell- Bellator experience was... It was validation. I know? feel that. You did validation. it. Well, let me ask you this, too. You brought up something that's important. I feel like UFC, Bellator... Uh, these organizations have now created this new lane. Like Tyron was saying, man, like, like, I guess, I, I guess, is this a fair statement? When it became the wrestling and you were done on the collegiate level, most people were like, am I going to try to just do Olympics? Right. Yeah. And then, or, or I'm going overseas somewhere. Yeah. But now there's this new lane with, I see a lot more wrestlers trying to do fighting. What's you your thoughts money. on that? You can make money. Um, and I mean, it's great because, I was so burnt out. I think, honestly, I could have been someone who could have been on our Olympic ladder. Not saying I would have made our Olympic team. Right. But I think I would have been somebody in that top 10, somebody who could go to tournaments around the world and make money. Yeah. Little money. Is there alternates for wrestling on Olympic level? Yeah. 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 So no matter what. And I'm not even saying I would have got there. I'm just saying I would have been able to compete for those spots. Right. I was that good at wrestling. Yeah. But I was so burnt out with my experience at Mizzou with my ups and my downs and what was going on with me that, like, when I got done with wrestling, was I was done. like, man, I'm done. I feel that. I'm done. I feel that. As a competitor, yeah. I was done. Like, coaching, I was like, yeah, I'm ready to do that. Yeah. But as far as comp- competing, you know, putting that single on and going out there, I, I was just so burnt out with it, you know. I feel that. So when he, you know, Tyron introduced me to fighting, it was like I was like this, I don't know how to explain it, not... Something was reawoken in me. Yeah, that's real, and man. I was like, yeah, okay, I have a new identity. Yeah, you know, yeah. Here I am. You know, this was a second chance for me. You know, my wrestling career didn't end well. This is new. This is something else. Something to reinvent myself. That's you know? tight. So then, um, after Bellator, did you, uh, what happens next? Did you take a break? What you no, start happening? Man, right? I went. Oh, man, I I hit a rough patch. You know, was taking bad fights, fighting all over the world, but you know, getting set up. You know, getting signed to sneaky organizations and wow. bad promoters. Just basically, promoters bringing me in to set up their guy to build him off my name. That's crazy. Like, no matter what, EJ ain't finna win this fight. Right. And I do finna get a big win against a big name guy. Right. And that happened to me a couple of times, and I almost retired because I'm just like, man, like, okay, nobody's gonna want me now. I t- took a handful of bad losses. You know, and like, do I still got it? I'm saying that I'm only 29 years old. That's crazy. That's crazy. You know? That's crazy. So, yeah. do you, so do, and that's something I won't know about. But as a fighter, I'm sure there's a psychological thing, there's a component there. But um, <clears throat> you fight, you're fighting these guys, you're fighting these promote. What is there anything that you would you would you say? No, I shouldn't take that fight. Would you? Would, uh, is that a management issue? Where do you think you could have uh, could have prevented that? Is there something that could have prevented that? That's what I should really ask you. Yes. Um, well, like, is like it, I, said, I just had that. You know, we'll probably get into it soon. Like, where we just uh, didn't take a certain type of fight. I'm not gonna say we didn't take a fight. Take the fight. 
you know, we put a fight on the table. The dude didn't want that fight, and they offered another fight, and we said we're not taking that fight. It's either this fight or nothing. Right. And back in the day, I would have taken that fight that oh, they asked for, and yeah. it was a setup. Yeah. So now, when you say setup, are these guys is not weight class setups? Are these or is it why uh, is this something where? Uh, how can a person prevent this if they might be thinking about this, listening to this podcast? Well, what, what your, is your management. First, your management. Like, my managers won't bring a fight to me. Like, honestly, if my managers bring a fight to me, I mean, they've probably already said yes. I trust them that much. Vetting like, the situation. They know, they they know not it. to come with, right. me, with nothing. They, they basically, hey, look, this is what we got. This is the date. Can you do it? Okay. They know I'm going to say yes. Right. You know, because right. I trust them. If they... I mean, I when I fought this guy named Dakota Cochran, you know, my managers, I was at a wrestling tournament. I wasn't even in shape. Oh, wow. And they was like, hey, we got this tough UFC vet uh, fight in about a month and a half. Get ready. What? month and a half? month and a half. So basically six weeks, get ready. And I was like, okay. And and all I said, because I never really said this, I was like, you sure? It was like, dude, all you got to do is get in a little bit of shape. You're going to take this dude down and dominate. Cause they know me, okay. You know, and that's okay. exactly what I did. That's good. I'm yeah. like, that seems yeah. like that seems like risky to me. Yeah. That's that, that yeah. you did it though. Yeah. Your coaches knew though. My coaches and my management knew. Yeah, they, knew, they all knew. The, you know, my they all they all know me. They know their client. That's good, man. You know that's so good. That's have, big, man. You gotta be. You gotta have management that know what they doing and they know you. They know what you're capable of. MMA, MMA, MMA fighters out there, young, young in the game. Listen to this vet. This is it okay if I call you a yeah, vet in the I'm game? Yeah, I'm almost done. I got a couple more years left. So yeah, all right, all right. This, he is giving some some straight nuggets just by right there alone. Like every fight, every fight ain't no just good fight, right? No, it's no just, and uh, you got a lot of you got a lot of managers, and I know some personally. Like I don't have managers to do this, but I know guys who are managers that they like to stay in good standing with promoters so much that they literally just risking their fighters feed, feed their guys to them. That's like, crazy. Like, like for me, like if an organization trying to build me up, they gonna call Roy because they know Roy got some bums that he just gonna throw in a sacrifice to me to build me up. Sacrifice, yeah. sacrificial lambs just yeah. to get the, that's crazy, yeah. man. And then your boys be like, yeah, man, I got to fight on Bellator, I got to fight on this, and okay, and you know what? And to you, you your guy might think that's the the, the biggest thing ever. He right. got two fights. Right. They brought him in twice to get to get, get beat on. Get beat on. That's crazy. But he can tell everybody back in the hood. He made it. That's even crazy. Even for two fights. That's crazy. You know? Now, 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 uh, <clears throat> you um, at 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 your level now. What's next? Like, what you want? What would you want to do? Like, what are you thinking? Like, cause you're coaching right now. Yeah. Technically, you could say I ain't got to do. Are you still fighting? Still What's, fighting. Still what, fighting. You, what you thinking, man? Well, <clears throat> like we said earlier, man, trying to stay young as long as possible. Peter Pan. You know, so <laughs> it's it's trying to stay in shape. You know, uh, trying to, cause once cause I got my friends, man. You know, I just got married. Yeah. You know, yeah. So all my my guys, they got. Matter of fact, one of my best friends, Nick Deloach, his son is a freshman in high school. Not right now. He's gonna be one of my top wrestlers. Wow. He man. had him our freshman year in college, and I'm sitting here like, dude. You you ready to start the baby? The and family I'm already life. trying to start a ba- family. All right, I baby. feel that. Yeah, yeah, you get just get married. That's the next step. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I, I understand. I got married a little bit later. In life as well, I was 33 getting married, and uh, I started my family after that. Yeah, yeah, so I started my family after that. And, yeah. it, and the one thing I can say, I don't regret it because you get to, I can say I experienced life, 
and I got to enjoy a little bit of being myself without having to care for someone else. And you start, you marry someone else, a new person you have to care for, and they have to care for you as well. And then you start a family, you start caring for them as well, you know? Yeah. So that's a big somebody, deal. Having somebody to answer to. Yeah, so yeah. So with me right now, it's, it's like, what I have little goals. Like, okay, I want this many more wins. I, I want to fight for this organization. And it's basically, my biggest thing is, can I finally get to the UFC? I'm real, I know I'm close. I feel that. You know, like, I, in the past, I've been one fight away. Yeah. And then got set up and lost. And then that dude got in the UFC. Wow. Like I got I got five losses, you know, out of eighteen pro fights, and four of those five dudes were in the UFC after that. Wow, man! You know that's, that's yeah. <laughs> wow. And the fifth dude, the only reason why he was, I mean, he was in Bellator, and the only reason why he ain't in the UFC is because he on steroids. That's crazy. Otherwise, he would probably be in the UFC too. That's that's yeah. That's an amazing record. Eighteen and five. No, thirteen to five. Oh, okay. 18 out of eighteen five. fights. Sorry, okay. Thirteen to five. But still, yeah. That's still great, man. Yeah. You like that ain't no joke. You don't, yeah. that ain't no like not yeah not you know like bums. You see a guy. They're UFC fighters. They're professionals. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So let me let's go into the breakdown because um, I want to just hear and uh, some basics. Like I'm sure you got some go tos as far as the MMA uh, uh, training stuff. Like, what is your preparation like? Your meals, your fighting. What do you when you're when you're getting ready to prep for a fight? Give me your mindset. If it's like that, six weeks out to always six months out. Give me give me something. Diet, all the uh, above. <clears throat> well, diet. Um, I ain't gonna speak on that. That's just that's. I'm always trying something different. I ain't gonna lie. This last time I tried. Um, uh, I don't know if I'm saying interval fasting. Oh, intermittent fasting, intermediate, yeah, 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 intermittent yeah, yeah, fasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. how was I never that? Say it right. yeah, yeah, how was that? It was. It worked. It. I liked it. That's you know, good. I tried again. Like okay. Yeah. So that. Was it, but he got cool. you to your weight you needed to be yeah. as excellent. And then what? What about the the training, uh, the workouts? Uh, what What about stuff like that? In the summer, it's easy. In the summer, it's probably like twice a day, every day. Uh, but during the, during the school year, like we are now, it's. Basically, I got to make the most of my weekends. So you are, uh, are you a teacher as well as a coach then? No, I'm a coach and I do work in the school, but I'm not necessarily teaching. Okay, that's fine. And I then, work with kids, but I'm not teaching. I got you. And then um, the uh, the summer, you can really kind of really do your thing then. Now, as far as the training, do you train uh, certain things certain nights? Like, are you doing like a... Um, I guess a lot of stand-up fighters will be practicing boxing all the time. Or type, no, or, I, I or, do a lot of boxing. I, I mean, I do everything. I'm a mixed martial artist. Right, you know? right. So I would say twice a week I'm working with my boxing coach. Uh, twice a week I'm working some kind of kickboxing or uh, striking. Yeah. I work with a guy named Jeff, and he's kind of a karate guy. Yeah. But, I mean, he, he knows overall striking. So I, I like to say we work on MMA striking. Nice. So one – so when I can't, when I'm in fight camp, I try to work out with doing a Patrick Christie, okay, and go do kickboxing with him at least once a week, and then the other day I do MMA striking with my guy Jeff Henry. And organizing that <laughs> has to be difficult, it, especially when you got like this other stuff have to work, have to do. Yeah. That's not an easy it, task. It, it's not even actually. It's not. It's not difficult, you know, because I know their schedule. It's just that they're not flexible, right? You know, like yeah. I'm, not, I'm not at a full time camp where they got coaches. Devoted to me, and that's their only job. Yeah, like like I just like my boy CJ. He out in Thailand right now, Tiger yeah. MMA. Yeah. He's out there all day. He's doing his fighting. Yeah, 
who wouldn't love to have something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that that's that's me in the summer. Yeah. You know? And like when I used to go down to American Top Team in uh, the summer in South Florida, it was like that. Yeah. You know, it's just basically like get up. There's a coach waiting on me to do this, and then when I get done with him, there's a coach waiting on me to do this. And this, wow. And man. everybody's at your beck and call. Yeah. That's why when you get to the big time, like those guys are like just you like man they amazing because it's just like man they live this sport they live it i know? feel that and, man i yeah. feel that so then um next part um do you feel like you have a go-to or do you prefer to stand or do you prefer takedowns or wrestling being a wrestling wrestling background what's your honest thought <clears throat> i mean obviously like i prefer wrestling over anything just because it's safe, you know. If I'm comfortable, if I'm, if I'm on top of you, I'm, I'm comfortable. You probably not gonna knock me out from bottom. Yeah, you know. If I'm in your guard and you knock me out, you just a bad dude. Right, <laughs> right. That makes sense. Yeah. So that that's the I always wanted to know. Like I had um, just talking to, on the MMA side, man. It just seems like there is so many components of it. Where, but you could be the baddest dude on the planet on the on the mats with Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and get in there with an MMA fighter. And he knocked the hell out. Like, it's nothing. And it was like, this black belt, blah, blah, blah. Like, the game has evolved to a whole nother level, yeah. man. There was a dude who came in our gym. I'm not going to drop his name because it'll get me in trouble. <laughs> All right. But everybody like, oh, man, this dude, he this, he that. We want to see him roll with you. I was like, all right, cool. So we rolled. And I ain't going to lie, he, he was getting me. Yeah. You know, like, submitting me a couple times. And I'm not easy to submit. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. And I'm a competitor. Every time I went with him, you know, we went. You're going I, hard, right? Every time we went, we rolled. I rolled this dude, I don't know, maybe five times ever. And uh, I would say every time he won the roll, whether he submitted me or not. Right. And then one time he slipped up and came to an MMA practice. And I beat the hell out of him. <laughs> I was like, no, it was it, it wasn't nothing. It was, it was night easy. and day when I was able to punch him in the face. This is, dude, that, that's that's it's real, ain't it? Yeah. Like I don't, hey, I, I've boxed. I'm gonna go in the gloves, but I've never said I'm gonna go mess with that. The, y'all, it, yeah. I'm not finna, like EJ. I feel real comfortable. I put a gi on with you, yeah. but I take that gi off and we just do MMA. I'm not, uh, uh, uh. uh. And it, it, was, no. it was the funniest part about it was I remember being tr- tell him humbling myself. Yeah, when he was. Getting the better of me grappling because I'm so competitive. But I was like, yo, you need this. You need people to come in here and push, push you. you. Yeah. You know, so you can get better. Don't be salty in your feelings. Exactly. And I remember when I put the whooping on him, him running out of the gym being mad. Are you serious yeah. right now? And to me, that was a win because I, I also said, you know what? That shows me I'm, I'm mentally tougher than you. All day, man. Yeah. All you day. That's major, man. Yeah. yeah. Didn't yeah. It, it, I, I, I know a part of you went home was like, this dude was a clown. Like, like I mean, I, I, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. funny, man. Yeah, yo, yeah, I was laughing about it. I was like, I win. That's funny, man. That's So, um, even now, <clears throat> you are still, still got your, your love or your passion for MMA. What do you think the sport is going to like what's next with MMA man, man. like you got UFC it's looking WWE man I mean like, like it, yeah tell it, me about it man it's a bad thing cause people people have been starting to grow on me like I ain't gonna lie that Israel Adesanya guy dude, dude beast mode man <laughs> 
Just, just walk out to the camera dude, and dance. Oh, oh my God. Hey, hey, it's so dope, ain't it? Yeah. Hey, it's so dope. Hey, real talk, man. He's talking about the last style bender. Google it. Dude is oh, insane. I know, I know, I know who you know. Yeah. I'm talking about for my listeners, yeah. just in case. Did you hear the Death Note comment? No, 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 no. He was, oh, man. He was because he got all these comic book references and stuff like yeah. that. And because in the fight, he took out a, a, a imaginary notebook. And then he wrote a name down, and he put it back, and he was like, "This is a death note." Like anybody know death note? Like that means like you on a hit list. Like you finna, you on a hit he list? Finna come get you. You finna die. Right, 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 right. right. And then I don't know if y'all know. I'm not a Naruto fan. I'm I'm, I'm a DBZ guy. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, I feel like you can't be both. Like people kind of beef. You might be both. I'm DBZ. Okay, all right. Because. So Wait, wait. Okay, let me let me preface this because I'm my show has gaming a part of it too. Okay, it's martial arts. Yeah. So let me preface this. Naruto's beast mode. I just didn't start with that. I started with DBZ, so yeah. it's kind of hard to let go. Is that fair? Yeah. Otherwise, I would look. Naruto is beast mode. I want to say that, it's listeners. A, it's a good show. It's, it's, a good, it's, show. it's good. It's a good show. Yeah. And I've seen some clips where I was just totally amazed. Like when he goes into the clones mm-hmm. and he's fighting, I'm I'm amazed. Yeah. But DBZ all day, all day. Keep going, keep going. So he gets done with his dance, and he puts his hands behind his his back. Yeah. And his boys slap his hands. Oh yeah, I saw that part. And, like, like, <laughs> and I was like, I bet don't nobody. They, get they didn't get it. They didn't get it. <laughs> they didn't get the reference, dude. They, I, okay, so I promise the last. I just, I just actually shared this on my uh, fan uh, Facebook page for End of the Last Dragon. I shared that clip you're talking about. That's I right. just did that today, and it was insane. The dudes come out. They have, they got their dance moves. They got this. It's almost like um uh. They I feel like they have fatigues and black on fatigue. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying, army yeah. fatigues and black on. They're doing their thing. They're getting everybody hyped. Dance moves, flips, all the above. He comes out, does some moves with him they go behind him and if you know naruto he's like okay clone one blah 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 and he goes off these dudes slap his back dude it, it was insane go check it out it's funny as hell but you feel like ufc is too much is too much of that or is that it, or this it, no, it's, is, it's not that it's too he much. bringing it he bringing some love bring man right. you know it's i love if, it if it's done right like his great. like his is done I feel right like it's too many people trying to be entertainers and not knowing how to do it. Now that's real, okay. man. That's Connor, real because he Connor knew what he was doing. Yeah, Everybody tried to model him. yeah. Israel Asana know what he's he doing. Know what he's doing. Right. That's you know real, man. Real I like that. That's real. So when you see the real, you're like wow. Then we see somebody try to copy that. You just be like, for real, dude. <laughs> just walk out, man. Just walk out. <laughs> shut up. Fight. Just go fight. Right. Just go fight. That's yeah. real, man. Yeah. I um I I love, man. It was one of those things where I'm glad we got some good some good energy for the UFC is happening right now because if at one point even when I just lived it, just watching it, love to watch it all the time, it felt like it was coming too much, and it was a transition because it was like I only wanted to see the main and the best. I always wanted. I mean, anytime you. I don't, I, I don't know if I'm if, if I'm even explaining it the right way, but you went from this mythical thing that almost didn't exist, and it was like everybody, it was like um uh everybody who knew knew about it. It was like, oh man, look, he's about to get this person in a certain position or a certain thing, and only people who trained knew exactly what was happening. You know what I'm saying? And then it went to it exploded. 
I'll never forget we they had the uh the first pay, uh wedding pay-per-view and went on a live I think ABC or somebody li- uh had a live showing in blood on TV. Oh my god, it was, it was so Spike. Con- was it Spike? Was, yeah, it was it was controversial. Yeah. Whatever happened, it, it might have been Spike, yeah. but it was so controversial and I think now to where we've evolved to it's just insane. You know what I'm saying? So so you think it's going to be even on a bigger scale, like WWE is like huge. Like that is, it'll never be bigger than WWE ever. Just is it gonna keep growing? That's what you think. It's gonna keep growing, but I mean, one you gotta understand that WWE is it's entertainment. It's basically That's the, entertainment. The male version of soap opera, right? I feel it's that. Our soap opera, I feel that. Know? I feel that. It's and entertainment. As as you, yeah. yeah. As soon as you understand that it's entertainment, it's our soap opera. Like you can enjoy it. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. So Vince McMahon said, you know, the reason why his product is so successful is because he can control the story. That's real. You know, you got villains and stuff like that. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And and, and and honestly, I fell out of love with it as I got older because I got into wrestling in high school, like real wrestling. And you knew what was happening, right? Yeah, and I knew what was happening. Yeah. And then I still tried to watch it. But this is a touchy subject for me. I know we, we're going off topic. No, nah, you good. Me. This is Bro, good. When they change, because if, how we talking about like real, recognize real. Yeah. When somebody do something and you try to copy it. Yep. I don't like your product. WCW oh, was man. trying to do what WWF back then. Yeah. Yeah. WWF back then. Yeah. And they changed my all time favorite characters. Character. And I was done with them. So, was, so, so you had back then. If you're talking my era, because I was a follower I'm, and a fan, I'm, I'm, gonna give, I'm gonna give you five guesses of who do you think my favorite all time character was. Did you like Sting? He was okay. I didn't dislike him. He was okay. Okay. All right. Did you like uh, the Four Horsemen? They were all right. They. Uh, yeah, I didn't feel them. Didn't I feel them. Yeah. Um, what about uh, Rick Flair was a four horseman, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah Rick Flair. He's cool, he's cool. Yeah, you had what about what about My Rowdy? Brother loved him. Rowdy, Rowdy. I wouldn't uh, the, the skirt. I couldn't do you it. Couldn't do the skirt. <laughs> I couldn't do it. All right, what about and I and I'm I'm thinking back. My all all time wrestler, like I love Sting. But uh, what about you, the Hart the Hart brothers? I did like the Hart brothers. I, I like Brett. Brett was my guy. That I was your like guy. Owen. I'm you not a nugget. I didn't like Owen. <laughs> I didn't like Owen. All right, like all right, Brett. all right. So Brett's in my top ten. Okay. okay. All right. So I'm getting closer. Getting I'm closer. elevating, yeah. right? All right. So what about what's my uh the um bulldog British bulldog and the uh when, and from the black dude from the, he too old school is that too old? Eh. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So uh uh so if you had because my era is always I'm not gonna name Hulk. You like Hulk Hogan? I did like Hulk. He's like number three. All right, okay, then I, I'm just surprised because everybody put, puts Hulk number. Everybody names Hulk first, and they be like, "No, forget Hulk." Like I always, Hulk is three, The Rock is two. I give you that. I'm, I'm giving you that. Hulk Austin, Pop, Austin, Austin, Steve Austin. Austin's like five or six. I'm getting. I was getting. I'm elevating. Mm-hmm. All right, so Austin, The Rock, um, uh, Hulk, um, geez, Louise. I'm Give me a rest. Give it to me. Okay. This is a random dude, but Matt Hardy will be in that top five. Seriously? Matt Hardy. I like the Hardy boys, and Matt was my guy. I feel that. Yeah. Uh, but my number one guy back in the day, and I have to preface this when I say Harlem Heat Booker T. Oh, man. Book, I forgot about Booker um, T. Dude. That's why I, was, I couldn't believe you. But, but, I, but mentally, man, you, it was... 
it's an era that you kind of remove from yourself. Man. I removed wrestling from myself because I watched it all the time. I have magazine. I might I, even have a Monday magazine. Night, Monday night, exactly. Religious, like you couldn't pay, man. It, it was. It was. I guess you know what's weird too. Um, I wish I had wrestling as an option in high school, but I graduated from Jenny's High School in St. Louis, Missouri, and we didn't have wrestling. But that was one thing that I grew up on: freaking wrestling, man. Like all day, every day. All right, all right. So. The sport of UFC, the 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 evolution of it. Um, do you feel like there can be an a new opportunity for someone else to come and build up another name, or is it like UFC Bellator? Those are going to be pretty much those two staples. Yeah, I don't I don't see anybody else competing with them because I mean Bellator is doing real well, but I think the reason why Bellator is still around is because they have recognized their position. Right. I think too many organizations have started up and said, you know, we're going to overtake the UFC. And be like the UFC yeah. or whatever, right? And not just be like, but overtake them. Overtake them, them right. And have extended themselves to where they got to a point where, like, they couldn't function anymore and they just, boom. I think Bellator said, you know what? We good. This is working for us. Right. We can sustain this and make good money. Boom. Let's That's real, this. man. Now, do you uh, do you feel that if you could help that next dude, like, so you got these graduates, for example, at your school, yeah. and influencing them, certain universities, building those relationships and connections, uh, they're going to be coming back to you like, hey, what do I do next? What's some of the advice you, you might be telling them, those little young guys that... They see you all the time. Yeah. But what about that other guy who may who may random, randomly come across this podcast and is like, hey, I listened to that one thing and I followed this random suggestion. What's some things you tell a, a high well, school graduate? I, I tell my kids, I've said, uh, you know, well, one fight ain't for everybody. Right. You know, and I even tell them, like, I didn't go, I didn't leave high school saying. I, I want to be a fighter. Any, yeah. Right. I, you know, not even a professional athlete because. I went to go wrestle in college, and, you know, it was like, okay, I knew I was going to go, come back, be a teacher, be a wrestling coach. Yeah. So I tell kids, you know, especially if I know them, I look at their strengths, and I look at the direction that their life look like he's going, and I'll be like, okay, look, college ain't for everybody. That's real. You might want to go to a trade school. Yeah. Learn how to do something. Get yeah. a skill set. You know, start making some money. Go off to the military. You know, go travel. Go see the world. Have them pay for it. That's good. You know. Yeah. Uh, and, and then if I do tell them to go to college, you know, make sure they pick in the right school and the right university. That's good, man. And then um, as far as that graduate from college, what would you tell that person if they were interested in becoming a fighter? Uh, basically, make sure you get get, get a job. Don't uh-huh. just say, oh, I'm graduating college. I'm going to go straight into fighting. Get a job. Yeah. Get a job. Give yourself a year train as an amateur, have an amateur career. Because, I mean, what's the difference between going to grad school for a year and then getting a job, then graduating, getting that career job, and then wondering what if. What if, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that makes sense. All you got to do, take, it take, it's going to take one year for you to know whether or not fighting is for you or not. Right, that's real. when I first got into it, Mike Rogers, who was my head MMA coach, told me you have to train for a year before you can go pro. You have to have this many amateur fights, and you got to be a blue belt. 
And it helped you out yeah, tremendously, Yeah, I didn't right? get to go pro for a year. That's real. It helped me That's out. real. And, and I had an elite wrestling background. That's real. That's you know, real. So. All right, so what about um, that person who has um, now, I guess, maybe mid-tier? Uh, do you have any advice for those persons? Like, they, they're, they're next. Any advice for anyone now is like, as far as like, like you, you kind of gave a nugget earlier management any any thoughts on what would be uh good advice for a person who's like i've been doing this thing any advice any nuggets you might want to drop as far as like they're already in the sport they are in the sport they're doing it like is there any concerns about the sport anything i mean they just just moving forward you gotta you gotta look at your your representation your coaches and your management and make sure that they're the type of people that can get you to where you need to be. That's real. That's good. You know, too many people stay loyal to people that either don't have their best interests or aren't in their best interests. Yeah. Like, yeah, he might be a good friend. He might be a dude that do anything for you. But unfortunately, he don't have the assets to, to do anything for you. So you feel obligated to stay loyal to him. When, I mean, honestly, you can just tell a dude like, hey, man. We can always be friends. Yeah. But professionally, I need more. That's real, man. You know? Did you think do you think you could do something or would there be a dream situation for you when it comes to UFC uh fighting, not fighting per se, but doing something like um like what would be your dream job? What would be that dream thing that didn't that wasn't fighting? What would, what would that one thing be? Like I know you're kind of doing the thing with coaching right now. Is that would that Honestly, be that's it? it? That's it. That's it. I, I literally had my dream job. My dream job was to be the head wrestling coach of my high school. That's great, man. Yeah. That's great. All right, so we coming close to where I have to do this uh, Roy Roy Rob uh, trivia, and oh, so sorry. I got I got to challenge you, man. Okay, so right. you kind of um, you got me you got me really wondering, like what what what's your thoughts on five? Yeah, five is a fair number. Give me no first, just first before we go on the trivia. Give me uh, the person you would love to share the mat with, a uh, professional fighter that you would want to compete against it with. Didn't matter what time, didn't matter what anybody. Like getting there and I fight or train with. Let's do both, train with and fight. Who would you want to go against? Like two different people or the same guy? Doesn't matter, just two different people. However you want to do it. I would want to train with this person. I would want to fight this person. Okay, uh, I would want to train with Kung Lee. Oh man, the dude that uh, the scissor, uh, yeah, 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 he the yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, that's dope. Okay, yeah, yeah he's, uh, he's. I used to watch a lot of his strike force. When I got into fighting, I was mimic him a lot. Dude, he's yeah. he's he's sick, dude. Yeah. He would take anybody down with that dang old scissor thing. Is yeah. that, that's what you're talking about, right? He uh, he he, he, he does do like a scissor jump kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, keep going. All right. Um, fight. Who's somebody I would want to get into the cage with him fight? That I've always anybody would you fight Matt Hughes at the height of your at the <laughs> no no so we are talking legend we are talking legend any okay. legend man any legend uh no definitely not Matt uh, <laughs> who's somebody a legend that I want to fight randomly Matt Sarah seriously yeah Matt Sarah all right man okay okay yeah. that's that's good all right now let's go into the trivia side because I want you to give me um. Because you just dropped something to me. It's hard to peel back the layers when all of a sudden they tell you they're DBZ fans. We're going to do Dragon Ball and animation, dude. All right. Uh, toughest. 
five people who fought Goku. Five name five people who fought Goku and gave him their business. It's just super simple. And then we're gonna keep going harder. Okay, uh, gave him their business. He had to, okay, he always okay, had to okay, go okay, up. Okay, okay, he always had to go up. Yeah, he or always get had help because some people he didn't yeah, beat without help. Yeah, come on, okay, let's well, go. Well, I just start one with Jiren. Yep. Um. Ooh. Um. Not King Cooler, but um. It was Metal Cooler. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Because uh, he, uh, cause he uh, all right. He had he needed Vegeta to help. I him believe either. you. I'm not. I, I don't know. I, so I, I was going. All right. So so keep going because uh, I got some names in my head. Even thinking okay, like Cell. Yeah, Cell. Cell. Yep. Boo. Yep. No, uh, not, not Kid Boo. Yeah, because Kid Boo. Yeah, because he he was he was handling Fat Boo when he was turning yeah, into Super Boo. Saiyan three or two or three no, or whatever. He, no. Cause he didn't turn into Super Saiyan three. Cause he got mad. He said if I had turned into Super Saiyan three against Fat Boo, I would have beat him. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. Okay, you're right. But I'm I'm mentally reminding myself. Oh, that was man. when they had all the long hair for Super yeah. Saiyan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh. Uh, three. Uh. What do you think about that Broly match? Yeah, I was about to say which one. Yeah. Hey, hey, with Bro, is Broly is, the new one? The Broly, yeah. What do you think, man? Man, Broly unreal, man. He unreal. He like, unreal. He, 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 Cause, cause, cause from that step, he should be able to be Jiren, I think. I, Heads up. I, dude, when I, it's like, how do you even, like, I, you seem like he'd evolve and learn so much, and this is random going off top of here, but when I'm learning on how they were able to, like, yes, yeah, so to control this strong Saiyan race, chopping off the tail. Like, the evolution of Dragon Ball Z yeah. just went to times 10. Even though they had basic, like, hints of certain things from back in the day, they turned into this mythical big ape. Broly was turning into huge as Broly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, was, he wasn't aping. He had to tell and all, but he was doing stuff like, yeah. 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 Hey, you know what? I, the only thing I don't like about DBZ, my favorite character is one of the weakest dudes. Who? Krillin. Why you like Krillin, man? I love Krillin. Why? Krillin got one of the baddest chicks on the uh, thing, you know? Come on, bro. You know why? You know why? I've always liked the guy. Well, who, he was a small guy. Who, who don't? Who don't get a lot of credit, but he always come to fight. Like he do his job. Yeah, he hold it down. He I can feel that. Head. I can Krillin feel that. Has some big moments. And honestly, he got one of the coolest like finishing attacks. I the can. Of this, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can. I can feel that. Yeah, yeah like, you, he have his moments, man. He just he weak, and then you know I'm honestly Piccolo had better moments. Piccolo's my second. Oh, okay. I'm everybody say. know Piccolo the black dude. Yeah, you know my dude. How you not picking Piccolo, man? Piccolo had way better, but but I can feel that, man. Like, and then it's the other part that's so crazy. Like they've made references. Who's supposed to be even stronger or uh, have the ability to get even stronger than it Goku? Gohan. It was supposed to be Gohan. Yeah. So then you imagine, he's just, I don't know. He's like, man, I'm straight. I'm, I'm cool. Good. I'm good. My daddy holding it down. My daddy holding it down. Like, what? Like, how does this? I'm going to start a family. Like, what? Yeah. But anyway, man, I preach. Dude, you dropped so many nuggets. I really wanted to uh, provide my listeners today with something special when it comes to the MMA side because there's so much. It seemed like it's evolved. Uh, this sport now that I love and EJ definitely loves. Uh, has 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 definitely grown to another level, and it's always good when my listeners can get to the next level, like how EJ has done. So, shout out to you for coming on to the show. But I need you to do me one more last thing before I let you go. Tell my people how to follow you. Where do they go? All the above: Facebook, Instagram. Hook them up, man. So yeah, we'll, we'll put it in the show notes. Uh, Facebook, uh, Pretty Boy EJ Brooks MMA. It's my fan page. Uh, EJ's a 149 is all my handles on everything else. Well, no doubt, no doubt, man. All the info will be in the show notes. Any last thing before I let you out? Uh, 
Nah, man, we good, bro. We good, man. Shout out to my boy EJ coming on, supporting the movement. Into the Last Dragon with your host, Roy Robb.